generation that I keep trying to tell people. They don't know God. They can't pray to God. They don't love God. They reject God, but they worship idols. They worship idols. So this is an idol worshiping generation. They worship idols. Hey, world. This street's one-on-one. I'm finna get your head for paying the J. Kwon. And the quarter bird of track boy music. Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM podcast. Follow me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm here, back in the rabbit hole after a long time. I appreciate you guys for coming back, tapping in with me. And I got a real special guest coming in the building today. Um, this guy, man, I met this guy about 12 years ago, man. And, um, we was on the car lot and, um, he seen me out there by myself grinding. And I was just one of those road runner guys that just was out there stalking the prey, doing my thing. And, um, he took a, he took a notice of me and we started chopping it up, man. And, he started hearing me talk and he kind of, he was kind of intrigued on the type of person that I was and he didn't realize I was so young. Um, I was probably about 22, 23 years old back then. And, um, just the conversations that we had. Um, and it's crazy enough, man. This guy definitely was one of the guys who stuck his neck out for me, man, and, uh, helped me take a big step towards being a man and making a decision that I made to uh, cross over the manhood and make a decision uh, in my life to take charge of what I wanted to become and who I really was inside, man. And um, it was a, a, a pretty rough, a rough outing, man, because being so young, uh, when he vouched for me, the older guys really didn't really believe um, I was the baby and, um, they really thought I was going to be young, wild and free. Now I was, but <laughs> the crazy thing about it was, you know, I don't think they really realized that, um, I knew how to turn it on and off, man, for, for people who stick their neck out for me. Um, when they tell me that, Hey, look, um, you got to handle business. Um, the, the, your back is against the wall. Nobody kind of really believe you can do this certain thing, man. So I need you to show up. And that's all I really needed, man, was at least one person to believe in me and tell me, hey, I know you can do it. And, you know, I made sure, man, when I got in there, man, I never let my big my, my big brother down. Uh, and to this day, man, he tell me how proud he is of me, man. And it's, it's wild, man, because I lean on him on a lot of things, man, but crazy enough, man, I never realized how much I, of a help that I am to him. It's, it's crazy, man, right, for right. me to be so young. Um, I lean, I lean towards my older, my, my older brothers, man, but I'm such a big help to them. 
and and it's crazy. Um, and to that man, he he keep me uplifted, man. And I, I definitely I love him for that, man. I definitely appreciate you, bro. Um, after all this time, I'm I'm glad that you came through. Um, I'm so excited for the people to hear what you got going on and the and, and the information you got from. Um, and without further ado, man, um, we got my brother Taj X, you know, the state chairman of Georgia of the Black Panther Nation. Hey Squad, thanks for that um <clears throat> introduction, brother. Um I'm at a loss of words, but outside of father and um husband, the greatest title to have is brother. So I'm glad to be known as your brother. Not only you, but to many others. But um yes, I am the chairman of the um, the Black Panther Nation here in Georgia. I'm about to rebuild in different cities, starting with Savannah and Statesboro. Um, I have a couple of things I want to do <clears throat> as far as implementing, getting involved with uh, voter registration, getting involved with financial literacy to our people, because we do know the only way to get free really is education and economics. Um. So those are the two main things I would like to focus on moving forward with rebuilding the Black Panther Nation. Um, when you say um with the voting registration, man, what have you seen um that a lot of our black leaders um they they speak so highly about voting, right. getting out and voting, the importance of voting, things like that, the way that the world is going. As a brother, you talk to me all the time. You know, I'm, you know, I used to be a big radical. A big. You still are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm not a radical, man. I, I definitely speak a lot more, right. you know, with a lot more sense behind and a lot more logic True. and reasoning behind why I say what I say. Um, I think it's viewed as being a radical because it's so direct and straightforward. Right. Um, but I think people, they, they focus so much on the delivery rather than, you know, what I'm actually saying. But when you say about voting, um, what do you see that's lacking, um, out here and, and not just out here, but around with this walk that you walk in and, and your position? What, what, what do you see the importance when you say about voting? Well, just from my personal, um, I just want to say the first time I ever voted was last year. And my homeboy, Antonio, always said, man, you got to vote to help make a difference. And I do get that. But we should vote, not just to be voting, we should vote for a candidate that has an interest for our affairs. Um, and we need as many of us to help make that change, to put us in the positions to help make those changes. So <clears throat> I want to get involved in the different uh, sections and cities of where we can go in and pull these people that's not voting. Hey, who don't know how to get registered to vote? Get them down to the voting polls, get them signed up so we can start making these changes in our communities. Um, are you pushing more so presidential or no, more it, local? No, more, more so local. Local. Okay. Local is where it counts, yeah. Okay. 
Yes, sir. Uh, because people are so focused on the president because it's such a big yeah. media outpour, man. But nah, and, we, have, we have to make the change at the lower levels first before we can move up. I don't, but I and, and and sadly to say, man, I don't believe that we'll ever change the higher level because the higher level is just meant to be a facade to take our attention off the lower. Right. Um, I think the 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 the, uh, the millennium generation. Um, I think it's the the biggest detriment to the world right now. Um, the ones that's uh. 34 or 35 and under, um, going down to 30 and 28 because of the lack of laziness. Um, we were born in a, a technology at, we were 10 years old when internet Y2K first took off. Right. Um, we were given hand given the, the, the ability to not even have to go to a library anymore. We could pick our phone up and look up anything we want without even having to go and turn some pages. And with that luxury, it brought a lot of laziness to where it's no excuse of the lack of knowledge that we have. Um, the lack of the lack of urgency to be able to go and seek the knowledge that that we that that we deserve to have you know what i'm saying right. we we so focused on what the media tell us to do and and it's trickling down to our kids um we i think from so much of uh single mothers in this world that's having to uh, uh look after these babies by themselves and um they have now just for some peace of mind they're just throwing a tablet and a phone into these kids' faces just so they can have some peace and quiet. Just to tell them, hey, man, I just need peace. We got so many of our generation so focused on money, 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 and the fear of, of loss of income that we just spending so much time having to try to what's our next dollar? How can we push to, to, to get rich or to get financially stable or wealthy that, um, when when you get home to the kids, they don't have the energy to to look at the ask them how did you do your homework or once they tell you yeah I did it but are you looking at the do you have the time to spend with the kids um out uh, with that man I also my question I have a question for you with because you don't focus more so on women you focus on the young black men right um what are you seeing when it comes to because every man going to say, you know, my baby mama running me crazy and this, that, and the other way. That's just going to always be the thing. But just being honest, you know what I'm saying? Where's the the downfall with some of these men that you're seeing that, that you're trying to bring to, 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 to mold into better men? Because when you first came to me, you said, I want to make uh, good men better, better men great. Right. You know what I'm saying? What are you seeing? That's that's the downfall and what's what's lacking. <clears throat> we have to be accountable for the women we choose to have children with. That's one thing. Um I got one son, man, and I never wanted to be that dude that had multiple children 
children by multiple women. So we have to be accountable um, for the women and the children that we're making. Um, we don't know how to properly choose a mate. We mate based on feeling instead of mating based on what do we really need in our life to enhance our life on both ends, men and women. So coming into anybody coming to the Black Panther Nations, that'll be one of the curriculums that we'll be have a a, 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 a education program on on how to select a mate, you know, because that's very detrimental, especially in this day and age. As we see our youth are running wild and rampant, they have the right energy, but their energy is targeted in the wrong area. So if we can just take the youth and focus their energy into something positive, such as the Black Panther Nation or any other organization <clears throat> to help make us better, then that's what we need to do. From 2012, 2013 to 2023, 2024, mm-hmm. when you seen uh, uh, a 22, 23-year-old JP Justin, right? Right. You 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 seen how I move. You seen the life that I live. Right. Um. What is the difference that you see of that same age, twenty three year old, right now, compared to what you seen from me? What I seen with you, man, I seen that you actually wanted. You wanted better, but you didn't know how to get better. Um. Just based on the conversation that we had. So when you know we talked about. I think I'm like, yeah, bro, this will help you get where you need to be. Some of these dudes don't want better. They comfortable being what they are, who they are. Um, until something uh tragic happens to them, and then it's kind of too late to turn them around to an extent. Um, but that's the difference. You know, everybody don't want guidance, everybody don't want to come under and submit to something greater than themselves. In order to be a great leader, you have to be a great follower in the beginning. That's just what it is. And it's crazy because, you know, I always grew up, my mom and my daddy, everybody telling me, but be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. And I used to always tell them, like, I used to always not even tell them, but I used to always think in my head, like, I'm a great listener. Uh, I'm a great, I adapt to a lot of things. Right. As I got older, that always carried with me. But then I started to realize, like, how could you be a great leader without learning what not to do by following the wrong things? You know, how would I know what's wrong and what's right without following it and going through trials, tribulations, ups and downs. Um, if I follow my parents and I follow my my uncles, stuff like that, I follow behind people that I look up to and I believe everything that they do and everything I see because kids are impressionable. Do you do you remember when I said this dude getting it? You don't remember that moment, do you? Who me? Yeah you uh, you, you called me mm-hmm. and you said, hey, Square, I know my whole part in the book. Oh, yeah. And I said, yeah. 
You said, yeah. And then you paused for a minute and then you said, and I know your part. Yeah. I said, oh, hold on. And I knew Lundy's. Yeah. As soon as we got on the phone, I called Lundy. I said, I can't let this dude show me up. He know my part and your part and his part. And that was all from, I got raised in July, got voted in November. November, right. I knew it by January. But my point is, you were hungry. Mm-hmm. I seen me and you at the lot. And when I seen that you was, you were soaking up everything. But you know, you know, also what, what lit another fire in me, man, was um, my first day after being raised. Oh, you got to be cussed out? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 I never, ever, <laughs> I never, ever meant to, to, for anybody to think that I took it for a joke because that wasn't my intentions. I just, to be honest, well, that was the first time ever that I had dressed up for anything. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even really have, you know, the money per se. Well, not even say the money, because I did. Well, the the thought process of actually trying to uh, elevate myself to where doing something different, because at that point, you know, I had not even, um, I had not ever fathom in my mind, bro, that they said this is going to be a structural thing, bro, that you are going to become great. You are going to be structured to where you're going to be a man that people look at. You know what I'm saying? So I just threw some, you know what I'm saying? The shit that I had on, I threw it on. Um, and even with the the tinted glasses that I had, they weren't shades. Bro, they you were just like you at the BET Awards. And everybody looking at me like, yo, what's the dude problem? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I but, don't know. But what happened was, man, when you told me that they came at you, bruh, I made a promise to you and to myself, bruh, that that was the last time. Right, right. Yeah, ever. Right, ever. Right, right. I said, bro, to, to erase that moment, I had to become great. I couldn't become good. Right. I had to become great. I had to knock their socks off. To erase that whole thing, right. that was not just a small, a small thing. Right. I had to become great. Not only that, I had to become so great that I had to elevate to make everybody want to come and catch me. So it wasn't even about showing you up. It was about, bruh, I'm sorry. Let me make it up to you. Right. But not only that, bruh, let's do this. I want to say this, bruh. You say it show up. <laughs> I'm not a brother who's jealous if somebody I'm teaching becomes better than me. He's supposed to become better than me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people get jealous and want to box people in. No, brother. We supposed to create better versions of us. Better versions of the persons of themselves. That's our job, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, so, bro, you never showed me up. Anything you made me more proud because I seen you was taking what I'm saying seriously. You know how many brothers... Like, look how many brothers came through. I let whole class. Only a handful of y'all really studied. 
on a handful of y'all really talk the talk, and it's on a handful of y'all that's really still. But look at you today. You know, look at our brother Trooper today. I mean, we we all gone on and done other things with what we learned. But I can never say that you showed me up. But I'm still proud of you. I tell you that all the time. You understand what I'm saying, brother? Because this is what it's about. You ain't locked up. You ain't in jail. You taking care of your family. You're a good husband. You're a good father. That's what we do. That's it, brother. And, you know, the, the thing about it is, man, you know, through all of that, you know, I still fall short on a lot of things. We um, all do. But the, the the thing about it is, man, I would never, ever, you know, I have a I have a duty to whatever that I go through, I go through in silence and alone because when I step out in that world, I'm a leader. And when they look at me, you know what I'm saying, I have to stand strong. You know what I'm saying? And um I, I appreciate everything that um everybody has done because because it's gonna be a while man i don't think it's gonna ever be um anybody that comes in that's gonna that's going to be the baby i think for i think until it's all over with i'm gonna be i'm gonna always be the youngest right i'm gonna always be the youngest i'm always be the baby and um I think the issue is, man, when they look back on it now, I always told you, man, I'm going to I'm going to be something to where I'm going to change everybody that's in here. I'm going to make everybody want to have to turn, turn it up a notch. But now you're doing it on a bigger scale yeah. with the podcast. Sometimes we can outgrow certain situations. And you outgrew that particular situation. You understand what I'm saying? To where now your voice is used to this podcast help somebody. If we don't help number one person every week, it's helping somebody. You understand what I'm saying? That's the whole goal. As long as we're changing lives one at a time. That's all that matters, brother. We're making good men better. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I remember you Accountability. We always hold each other accountable. I remember you called me one day in North Carolina, like, hey, yo, Square, you chill the hell out. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah, you're right, bro. I'm about to pipe down. That's what it's about. You see your brother getting out of hand, you pull him back in. I see you get out of hand, hey, Square, yeah, chill out now. You're doing too much. It's crazy, man, because, boy, I was wild, but I never, ever. I just could not see myself, you know, being too outrageous, bro, to where so many people could see. You know what I'm saying? Now, you heard it. Right. The only reason why you know is because I told you. Right. But nobody ever seen it. Right. Nobody ever seen it, bro, because I felt like being a, a figure to, you know, standing for a cause and, and and what I stood for, you know, I could not. That one time, bro, that was my one get out of jail free card when them boys, them boys pulled your coattail. Yeah. And that was a couple months in. So the 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 amount 
of pressure that that takes, boy, that nigga, you talking about day one. You talking about day one, you you not, you not fumbled first play. Yeah, yeah, you look like Dave Prescott. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> oh, first play you fumbled. <laughs> like you fumbled first play. So now you you can't, it's no more. You know, you you with the shades on and, and your other brother over there with the funny looking socks on. I'm like, this ain't a fashion show. What y'all doing today? You know it's crazy, cuz bro, that's all I whatnot. You know, my cable toe man put me on on a lot of stuff, man. If I can say, you know, cable toe trumble man put me on, you know, the 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 socks, bro. Right. And, and I was like, you know what? I like that. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, we our class, bro was very peculiar. Our class was very peculiar. Yeah. Everybody else class just probably just didn't want to work at all. Right. But our my 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 raising class, bruh, had a lot of grit and a lot of pride and a lot of ego and a lot of bruh wanting to wanting to be the best at not saying even the best, but wanted to be on top. It now only a, a few would actually put in the work to be there, but the right. thought process was I want to be on top. Out of that class, though, you were the best brother. Your the other one brother had potential. He 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 gets hung up on a lot of things, but and I love him. You know nothing bad to say about bro, but you were the best brother definitely out of that class. Um. And I think it was just sticking with me and, and Lundy through the process as well as you're willing to learn. And and again, <clears throat> be a good follower. People, some people say, I ain't even a follower, but you have to follow somebody to be great. If you want to be a great leader, you got to be a great follower. I mean, there's no way around it. All the greats have been a great follower of somebody. You know, Jordan, Kobe, Braun. You look at it. So that's just what it is, brother. And 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 not only that, man, um, it's crazy because not only that, bro, I took that and y'all leverage me being young, y'all leverage me being hungry, and then that put a spotlight on all of us, and then everybody started coming and wanting to figure out what the hell we was doing. Everybody wanted to come study with us. Everybody want to walk in our lodge. Right, right. It's crazy. Everybody want to know what we doing. What we doing differently. You know what I'm saying? We doing what's supposed to be done. We had a real big, man, our turnouts for raisins. Was crazy. Was crazy. Right. Man, I get chill when I'm talking about the crab, man, because I love it so much. Um... One of the one of the older brothers came to me and I said, he our next one. You don't know who I'm talking about. Grimes. You like, yeah. I said, yeah, he our next one. And I gave him the rundown about you and I and whatever, whatever, whatever. And he came to me probably six months after you got raised. He said, yeah, I see you. I said, I told you. All the other older brothers, when they hear us up at the restaurant, brother, 
the older heads are scared to turn it over to the youth because they're scared of what they see today in our youth. If we can take them and put younger brothers like you in front of them, because for one, some of the youth feel like we're too out of touch. Now I'm 47, you're 34. 34. So that was the age difference. So now you take one of these knuckleheads, now it's like 22, 23. He really felt like I'm out of touch with him. And I probably am. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it takes somebody in between me to get to him. I remember telling you that Big John told me, he said, hey, Square, you walk in this walk, you need a brother older than you, one that's already walked the walk you walking, and he can guide you. You need a brother your age to walk the walk with you, and then you need to be bringing the brother along with you. My three was Big John, one before me, with me was Kelsey, and you was the one I was bringing along. We don't have that in our thing anymore. Like somewhere along, we, we lost that. And I think that's why we're so disconnected from the youth. We need to get back to the youth. Because from what I see now, if this is what we got to depend on 20 years from now, man, we effed up, bro. We are. We effed up, so. We are. We are. These are going to be our lawyers, our doctors. Yeah. That's, that's why I spend so much time, man, when it comes to being healthy. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I can't depend on these. I, I don't want to. I can't be getting in trouble because. This this is the ones that's gonna be defending my my case, right? No, I can't. This the ones that's gonna be diagnosing me. I can't. Right. I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I I have to stay sharp and stay on my game because if I depend on the 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 ones behind me, man, I'm gonna be cra- I'm gonna be I it, the the generation before us lived a different life because they they taught us structure. If we if we fall off along the way, as we as we taking our journey and growing up, that structure is gonna always and that foundation is gonna always be the. We never with our older generations, bro. Foundation was strong, right? You know what we put on top of it, it can be as shaky as possible. Well, grandma and granddad was definitely built from a different character. Um, I was just telling your lady the other day. Grandma and granddaddy couldn't run when things got tough for them. They had to stick it out. You know what I'm saying? Now with so many different options, well, well, I just put a brother on child support and just leave him. Whatever the case may be, grandma and granddaddy didn't have that option. So we had a stronger family foundation back then. You know, we need to get back to the roots of that. You know, we need to get to where we're fighting we need to fight for one another. Fight for one another as much as we fight each other. There you go. Great to put. Um, do you agree that a big reason also that the youth is where they are is because they don't know God? That's a lot of it, brother. They took when you anytime you take God out of something, it's doomed to fail. You have to know, and not only that, but knowing, you know, who God truly is. And that's definitely another whole podcast for another day. But yeah, um, 
But you take God out of anything, brother, it's, it's bound to fail. School, marriages, relationships, your personal life, it's going to fail. Yeah. Because I, I, I say that because, man, um, the, 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 the millennium generation, uh, grandma, granddaddy, and great-grandma, great-granddaddy, well, more so great-grandma, um, we stayed in church. Right. We stayed in church. They prayed over us. And not so much of the the Jesus thing and the so much of the biblical talk so much, but we had we they had spiritual, yeah, well, you know, and not the word. They as, they as, was led by spiritual. You know what I'm saying? As black people, we are spiritual people. Yeah. So, um, and my my grandmother and mother pray for us. Tremendously. My sister told me, my sister D, my baby sister said, you know, Todd, people really can't hurt us because mom and grandma prayed for us so much. And when she said that, I kind of like, I looked at them because I, I never thought she thought like that. But I never thought of that either. But she's right, man. I look at how, of how many just so many troublesome situations I could have been in. But I had a praying mother that had me prayed up. And then once I came to, you know, my own walk of faith in the nation of Islam and got to know God for myself, that was a whole nother different, you know, venture. But yeah, man, we have to, we have to put God back <clears throat> in our life and in our community. For real. Because they so, they, they, because I, I feel like people, want to justify bad behavior so much that that's they just they want to find discrepancies in the word they want to find discrepancies of um the bible or anything else because of i don't, I don't care what religion that you are right. you know you can talk about jesus any any son of whatever god that you serve you know or any religion don't have the son they just have god you know right. what i'm saying you take that part out and you just speak about God himself. Um, that's just that the that's that's what's inside of you. That's who you strive to be to be great. You know what I'm saying? Because every word says, you know, he was perfect and he walked a certain walk. Um, but then you find little bits and pieces to discredit it, but because only because you want to do wrong. You want to follow foolishness. Right. And I think the the generation now, the, the millennium generation felt like they were being told so much to do something. So finally, when they got the chance to be on their own, they just veered away. And it got so far along generation wise to where some of them never even got a foundation. Right. And I think those are the ones who steering the younger generation down the wrong path because there's not one that has that foundation because the words say, man, you know what I'm saying? It'll never depart from you. Right. If you had it in you, it'll never depart <clears throat> from you. But the ones who never had it in them, how can they lead? With Because they're not going on their own to research. They're not, what they're researching is a reason to discredit it and a reason not to follow it. Right. And I think that's the biggest problem and the biggest issue that we having right now because this world is so demonic now. Well, and that, that's another thing about 
another reason why I'm, I'm standing up to rebuild the Black Panther Nation here in Georgia is because we have to be a light in the community. You know, it's not all about walking around looking bad with guns. That's not what it's about. You know, we're here to educate our people, here to teach our people. We're here to help our people rise up, up above their conditions. Is that what they're wanting to do? You understand what I'm saying? So I totally agree, brother. These brothers have to have something to see outside of the foolishness that they're looking at every day. I, I just, I, and, and, and my hat's off to people who, uh, who still putting in the work. Um, I, I see, I, I thank God for the ones like y'all, man, who seen it within me because there's not many going to be like me that's hungry right. for it. And that's, and that's troubling to me because um, when that, when it's my turn to return the favor, um, I do believe my generation, which is the millennium generation, the younger millennial generation, right. I believe we do choose a lot of our peace of you- not putting ourselves out there if it is too much um we won't bother it because i believe the generation before us didn't care because they wanted to see better they wanted to build what's under them with the strength that they had but you know what though bro it's a lot of brothers i think i did like you i think they just don't know what to grab onto you understand what i'm saying like The most honorable Elijah Muhammad said that there's no such thing as a coincidence. So when me and you met, bro, that was fate. You know what I'm saying? That was meant to happen. And you look, <clears throat> look at the time we spent in Vayne Nissan. We went through the process, right? I left, you wish to wind up leaving. But look where we at today. It's full circle. You know what I'm saying? Square within the square, circle within the circle. And that's what I'm saying. It's brothers. We just have to put ourselves out there. You understand what I'm saying? Just like all this other foolishness out there, we have to get more involved in the community. You have to get more vocal with your podcast. I have to be more in the streets, more with the youth, or with brothers. But they're out there, brother. We have to use our platforms to grab men. And I believe that. I do. I believe that. Like I said, um, I um I just it 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 kinda do like you said, you can't really you can't mold them the way that and time changes every it time changes every generation. It does. Right. But I just I just don't understand. And 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 I for the life of me can stomach that, you know, everything changes, but why does it have why did it have to change to become softer, to be able to we we we're handling the youth and handling everybody with kit and gloves to be able to get your point across. Cause I believe, yes, do I believe the way that they talk to us so harsh, the to to get us to understand so the the way that they put their hands on us that I believe some of the stuff is warranted. Right. I believe some of that stuff was warranted. I believe when I look back on it 
you know, when people say that, you know, oh, I don't abuse my kids and stuff like that. I, be, you know, I look at myself and I believe, you know, when it came to my mom and my stepdaddy, you know, I call him my, you know, I, I you know, I refer to him as my dad. But the, 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 when he had to get in my head, bro, that was it. I believe that I look back on, I was like, damn, bro, I see why he did it. When I, when he was doing, I was like, man, you just want to see, you just always want to put your hands on me, man. Like, but then when I look at the things that I did. I'm like, bro, why was I doing that? Look, I always said, bro, either we gonna raise our children or the sister gonna raise them. It's up to us. Um, unfortunately, some of these mothers don't see it that way. And that's why I say you have to be careful with whom you have children with. Um, you really have to. And I'm not saying these sisters are bad. But if you know you're not lined up with a like-minded sister, then we had no business dealing with them. That's just it. And I believe, man, I believe that, you know, in due time, a lot of sisters are, because they they have an expiration date when it comes to value. Um, and that's no knock on them. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not, you know, bashing them or anything like that. Because, you know, from youth, growing up, women, um, little girls, their value is predicated on appeal, sexual appeal, right. the body forming, um, the 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 sight. Because I you said earlier that we base a lot of our things on emotion. I don't believe that. I think a lot of our decisions when it comes to finding the mate is based on what we see. Well, and too. what we can obtain but, sexually from that partner and what how nasty and how right. accessible <laughs> it is. That's only a little short long though. That's what I'm saying. You know what so I'm saying? Yeah. as it gets older, as, as your 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 value of looks and and that vagina, it gets older. But with men, our value with age goes up because we start to get wiser. And our value is predicated on what we can do for you what, mm-hmm. as a provider, as a protector. We can be 70, 80 years old and still be able to be looked at as high value because of the things we can do. And not only that, the thing about it is, okay, as a woman, and I believe when they say when we was growing up, I believe the narrative that when I look back on it, they always uplifted the little girls to make boys seem like they were inferior to girls. You know, oh, girls, uh, they mature faster. Why boys so still so immature, this, that, and the other. But I truly believe women's, you know, little girls peak is is that period that they have. When they, they men don't have that, um, they, we don't have that thing to where we can really say we came into manhood. We don't have that. Women come into womanhood when they get their periods. Right. So they can say, you, hey, congratulations, you yeah. are a woman. And they now, you know, back then, sometimes they were getting that at eight, <clears throat> nine years old. All right. And I believe at 18, you know, that from eight to 18, they have their peak of being when it comes to smarter or more mature than men. Cause at 18 now, how can you be led by a man because now you're grown? How can you mate with the man and become a wife or become a partner to that man 
so you can have a lineage and a, and and have um something that you can build with to have uh your next generation come up to leave a legacy. Right. And I believe, you know, women they continue even at the 18 to continue to think that they're so much smarter than me. I think women have gotten to the point where men compete all the time. We are always competing with each other. Right. And I just realized that women have a big, a way better, a way bigger ego than we have um, when it comes to not wanting to be submissive or wanting to submit to the, the, the fact that a man can lead you further than you can take because you don't want, you feel like the word submitting or a man telling you what to do is it, it, cringing. Right, right, right. Well, you know, I just told a sister the other day a woman with no instructions ahead of a self-destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's not being laid properly. Um, but we as men first had to get them something to look up to as far as being the guy that she's gonna the man she's gonna submit to. Um <clears throat> I believe that. I believe that. We shouldn't just be just because we a man. Yeah. We a male. Because yeah. the difference between a male and a man. Yeah. So just because we're a male doesn't give her the right to submit. She has to see why and understand why she's submitting to a brother Justin, a brother Todd, instead of Ray Ray from the block. Two different brothers, two different mindsets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I believe, you know, no matter what, like <clears throat> I, I do believe that um a lot of men are because women follow, you know, self-consciously, you know, they say, no, we're not submitting. But even if we follow, even if we lead you down the wrong path, you still, it's easier for a woman to allow a man to lead her and she's following when we on some bullshit. When we fun and we out here running wild and we out here just spinning the block. Right. And being, you know what I'm saying, that Pookie, that Ray Ray, right. or doing whatever. They love that thrill of just just because that's them. They are chaotic. Right. But, that, but that's, the, but that's, that's what I was saying earlier about being accountable by the woman that we choose. If we're not Pookie and Ray Ray, we have no business trying to entertain Pookie and Ray Ray women. I don't believe that women are as much as Pookie and Ray Ray's that we are, I believe they are impressionable about who they, of who they run into because they're looking for that. That's not them. They just follow along to do that because they ain't Pookie and Ray Ray because as soon as Pookie and Ray Ray goes to, you know, we start, we get into a situation where now we pulled over or I'm about to catch a case. That woman is going to be scotch-free. She gon' she can roll. She can sit there and and they gon' they gonna let her scotch free. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's gonna be able to be the chameleon. She's gonna be able to slither out the situation and be able to get on that stand and change of who she is and cry crocodile tears and be a woman, to be the the feminine woman of to make somebody feel, make the system feel sorry for her to say, well, she's just a woman. You know what I'm saying? I believe women become who they want a man that they are because they in their minds that they want to be unaccountable. They're going to find a man that's living that way 
So it's easy to blame him for how he's leading her because it's she doesn't she's want, already she's already there. Right. She <laughs> doesn't want to change because him acting out is going to give her the luxury of blaming him, of saying, well, he the one who did. No, because when he wants to change and lead you in the right way, you're going to make it seem like, oh, he bossing me or he he just want to tell me what to do. Wasn't you this pookie 12 years ago? Ray Ray 12 years ago? <laughs> what you what you just that? Oh uh, But but you know what? What's up, bro? I wasn't. I, I really wasn't. This I your bro you talking to now. Listen, alright, so check it. So check it. So check it. Check it. Right. I check it. I was young, wild, and free. But the thing about it is we can have fun. Right. But I have a, a foundation that I, I can go back to. Right. You to have- make sure, boy, when their things get tough now, I can I have a balance. Women don't have a balance. They're only one way. I know a balance. When you want to have fun, I can give you that. But we can't live that way. Right. That can't be no everyday. That can't be an everyday right, thing. That right. can't be our life. <laughs> right, right. I'm gonna give you what you what you want. You know what I'm saying? But but the, the problem that I've I've always ran into, I've given women more of what they need than what they want. Than what they want. So right. I was always viewed as somebody who just like, oh, this nigga here just, you know what I'm saying? He don't he he don't care. He because I made sure as a man, I get you everything that you need. Right. Because how are you bringing yourself towards me to show me that you not that you deserve, but what you have earned for everything that you want? Because with me coming towards you, I have to earn everything that you say that you're going to try to give me. Right. Why is it different that you don't have to? You don't have to earn anything from me that you want, but I have to earn everything that I want from you, which is fine that I got to show you that I am capable of leading you. That's fine. That's fine of wanting submission from you. But you want to take that and say, I have to earn everything else of what I want from you. You know what I'm saying? Not only the submission, but oh, okay, well, the cooking, the cleaning, the 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 not talking. The, but the thing about it is, as a as, but for what have I earned for you to trust me? That that's not a job for you. That is something that comes naturally. Natural, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can be viewed for again the stories that you have been told. You know what I'm saying? And the slight things that you have seen. seen. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I feel you. Yeah, I'm about to say, let's not act like I haven't been around. Okay. And and I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel you. But, you know, the thing about it is the difference is this. Yes, uh, I think a lot of people call it code switching. You know what I'm saying? No, it's growth. Well, no, because it's growth. It, it, It can be viewed as growth, but I can clock in. We used to go to work at 8.30, 9 o'clock. Right. From 9 o'clock to 7 o'clock, you've seen a whole different me. Right. But from 7 o'clock to 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. You won't, you, when I left there, you, no matter what my lifestyle is out there, 
You know when 9 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock at night, you will not see that person. Right. That you see when I take that towel off. Right. I would never bring that person. I can be Pookie outside of this employment, but I would never bring Pookie inside, inside of here. Right. I don't play with me. Right. But I'm not going to walk that way knowing that I'm employed for you and I have to be, I have to handle business when I'm here. Yeah. With, between these lines and between this time frame, I have a job to do. Right. And it was different from the walk that I walked with y'all because I could never, I could never show you and show the craft who I am because that's one thing I could never turn off. My job was now inside his lodge. And, and that was the biggest thing too was when y'all gave me the job that everything that happens in this lodge for two hours, I'm in charge of. Yeah. I, I have to make sure I do what I do. Right. I have to. So that was the one thing that, like I said, I may think that I could never turn it off, but at the end of the day, after those two hours, everything that happened with us, it ain't on me anymore. Right. But I felt like after that fumble, I had to take it a step further and say my job now is I have to take a hold of everything, bro. And when it's my clock in time to handle business with these guys, I also have to take it a lot further outside is because I have to stand in a straight and narrow from now on. And that's it, brother. Once you, once you, and that's once you step into a a position of leadership, that never turns off. So you have to be mindful the things you say, the things you do. It's crazy, but one more thing, yeah. um, I want to touch on this. Uh, one more thing, uh, just give a little bit of. Um, explanation on um and some information of how people could get with you and if they wanna um if they want if they're interested into joining everything and um just just coming to see the things that you're doing and and, and the impact that you make just to, to be able to intertwine with, with everything you got going on with you being the uh state chairman um, in the Black Panther Nation. What's some information you can give on for brothers that's interested? Um, if you can, we, you can post my own email and um, the link when you do this. Give them the email now. Uh, it's Lanier, L-A-N-I-E-R-T-A-J 435 at gmail.com. You can email me, leave your name and number, and um, I'll reach out to you and contact you. And we'll go from there. Um, is it anything that they need to, anything specific that, um, that you're looking when you in this process of the brothers that's, that want to come through? Now, everybody want to be a part of something. It um, is. And, that, so, and, that, and that's something I wouldn't want to discuss over the airwaves. Gotcha. I would discuss that with them okay. in private. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. But yeah. Um, okay. But yeah. I just want to make sure that, you know, um, they all know. What's going on? Um, and they wanna to be able to 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 tap in with you. No doubt. And I'm about to have a um inshallah, God willing, I have a flyer made by the end of the week that I will share to my page and 
if you don't mind sharing to your page. And, as soon you know, as you get it, as yeah. soon as you get it together, bro, you let me know. And once I see this posted from you, bro, I'm going to definitely share um, anything right. that you got going on. You know, man, I, I, I'm, and I'm also proud of you, bro. Um, that, you know, you, you told me about, you know, trying to, you know, take your health a lot more serious. Yeah, man. Um, I had a heart failure, like, right when I moved back to Statesboro about six months ago. I didn't tell many people that. I think I did tell you. I think you told me. But, um, yeah, man. And that thing was just like, whoa. And I'm realizing I'm getting older. So my heart ain't as strong as it was when I had the first couple ones. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, my mother died at, um, I think my mother was 54 when she passed. May Allah be pleased with her. And, um, I just wanted, I just wanted to do better, man, as far as my health. And, um, cause I really feel like Allah has some things for me to do before he, Called me back to him, so. A lot of people, a lot of people, man, you know, I always tell them, bro, like, you know, get your health together because people right. see what I'm doing. Right. Yeah, I see you with the workout. First of all, I was kind of like, hold on, what my brother got on with his belly out? No, this is what you was doing to. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, I said, okay, I see you, okay, okay. Well, the thing about it was, you know, man, I, uh, I use a sauna suit. Okay. And the problem is, man, <clears throat> uh, it gets so sweaty and sticky. So I just, you know what I'm saying, to it uh, it uh, the sweat, it drips down and it it kind of messes up my my pants and stuff like that. I got you. So I roll it up to where it just catches right there. Okay. So it just stops there to where it doesn't, you know what I'm saying, for my tights and for my pants, it don't, bro, because you coming home, man, like I get so soaking wet that I have to hang my stuff up. I can't just throw them in the in the in the dirty clothes hamper because right. it is, you know what I'm saying, it'll start smelling moldy because it's so soaking wet. wet. But yeah, like, man, bro, that's you know, people don't realize and they say, man, I wanna and we need to go to the gym. I've had a couple people, you know, come with me and stuff like that. And, you know, I we'll we'll get to the working out and stuff, but sometimes I have to realize other people have their own life going on. And what I had to realize also is this, you know, everybody has to move at their own pace. Right. And I all and my new thing in 2024 is letting people start on their own. Watching other people, it become a lifestyle to them and it becomes serious to them. Right. Because every week, every month, well, I, I it used to be every month, but now every week I have a certain goal. Um, that I used to always do 31 days of something, 30 days of something. Now I've gotten to every week of something. So it's, it's a serious thing to me of now when I'm being helpful and implementing people into, you know, working out with me, a lot of people who are not serious or it's not a lifestyle to them, they slowing me down. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you want to help, but the thing about it is not everybody is understanding the severity of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. They're just seeing what I'm doing and saying, oh man, they see the results. And they're like, well, I want to look like that or I want to have that type of determination. But sometimes it takes for you to lock in yourself and see why it's so important to me. And then when you get it in your mind and you see why, 
then we can come together and collaborate and do. But when you see me, people be like, man, I can't get down with you because you you going wild, bro. Like, I can't I can't keep up with you. Well, that's fine. I'm not asking you to keep up, but also don't slow me down. Right. And when, when I text you, hey, yo, we can work out together. And I went back and looked at your workout. I was like, yeah, this might have been premature me sitting this. Maybe I don't <laughs> maybe I don't need to work out with this joker. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, you don't. Not yet. No, no. Not yet. Not yet, bro. And I'm talking about even it's guys that's way younger than you, bro. That's my age that, right. you know, you know, shouts out to my partner, man, uh, Shaki, man. Like, um, he wanted to come work out with me, man. And I said, all right, bro. You know, week one, day one. Came, man, you know, he was like, hey, bro, you know, um, I, uh, you think I should eat something before I come? And I was like, well, have you eaten yet? He's like, nah, not yet. And I was like, well, you know, it's probably like something small, like a wrap or something or something that you just put in your stomach. You know what I'm right. saying? Now, don't go eat no meal, but because you don't want to faint if you haven't eaten nothing. It's five o'clock. In the afternoon, if you haven't eaten nothing, you may want to put something because you're not going to have the energy to work out. Like, I mean, you don't want to pass out. Right. Nigga went to uh, Tropical Cafe. Motherfucker came. We started working out. I put that motherfucker on that circuit. Man, and I could see him weaning. He like, oh. But in his mind, his ego and his pride. Ain't gonna let another man break it. Doing. He ain't gonna let another man out doing. So he pushing through it, but I can see him kind of getting weak. With, getting weak, getting weak. So finally <laughs> it was over. And he was like, bro, he was like, man, I, I kind of feel sick or man, my stomach kind of hurt, man. I'm about to go use the bathroom. So I was like, okay, uh, I'm about to finish up everything, man. Go ahead and do whatever. Man, listen, bro, I, he taking a little time. So I'll grab the stuff. And uh, went in the bathroom, man, to try to take his stuff, man. That motherfucker sitting on the toilet. I'm talking about down there shit from the front and the back. Jeez. I said, God damn, bro, y'all right. He's talking, man. Look, bro, you still got some of that water? <laughs> Slide the thing up under here, boy. <laughs> hey, I'm talking about slid that water to him, man. He came out the bathroom, man. He came out the stall. Motherfucker had to lean across the bench in the locker room. I said, damn, boy. He said, yeah, man. Don't worry about it, bro. I ain't gonna never do that again. That mean I gotta, I gotta turn my focus on a little bit better. Yeah. And I and I and I realized that, man. And also, you know, people's schedules are definitely different. So right. sometimes you don't, you know, waiting around. Sometimes, man, I'm I'm when my mind is made up for something. Right. I just I wanna get to it because I got other things going on that I want to, I, I come home, I need to prep my shit for tomorrow. Right. I've been working, I've been up since four o'clock in the morning because I've been going to the gym, waking up at three o'clock in the morning, going in the morning, going to work, yeah. and going out night, bro. Square, I do. I ain't that strong yet, Square. Square, I do, <laughs> I do, bro, Square, I do a thousand push-ups a day. I do 500 in the morning before I go to work. And I do 500 when I get in the gym. I do Two, I do a hundred uh, crunches in the morning, two hundred crunches at, at, in the gym. I do. I grab the sit ups and I grab a forty five uh, weighted. And I that's what you were doing when yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I ain't doing. Yeah, that. the forty five. <laughs> so I I do I do fifty. I I do a hundred of them, fifty to a hundred of them. You know what I'm saying? I do 
the barbells and then I do a hundred bicycle kicks in the morning and a hundred at night. And then I still do my workout at the gym with that. I right. still will bench press and still give you 500 pushups as I'm bench pressing. So, you know, and I do the, the, uh, over the head crunches, right. like from the bar. So it's a lot of shit. I'm, I'm putting myself in. I can definitely tell this pain off, but you didn't cut up. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I can, I can see the. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, but once you see the results, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it motivates you to do more. So I wanted to tell you, man, I'm proud of you, man, taking that next step, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't give up, bro, because at the end of the day, it's going to be, it's going to be heavy. Well, right. Well, I'm, I'm losing because I'm not eating as much. And I just want a tone where I'm not flabby. You know, I want to, I don't want to have the Larry Holmes look. But, um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm doing like curls and, cause you know, I can't really bench because I'm at the fibrillator. So I'm doing a bunch of free weights. I'm um, on the treadmill, um, and I'm going at five in the morning and when I get off. So that's Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays when I do my thing. I'm doing I'm doing Monday through Friday, and then if I'm bored, I'm doing Saturdays and Sundays. So I commend you for Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Like start with man, go in your lane. Right, that's stay, it. I'm stay not in your lane, bro. I'm just competing with myself, bro. Stay in your lane, that's it, bro. That's it. You know what I'm saying? When you can stay in your own lane, bro, you can progress. Me personally, you know, I, I'm that type, bro, that I look at some other people and it motivate me. So now I'm like, I want to do that. Like, you know, people scared to say, man, I, I tell people, I, talk, I joke all the time, people, man, like my motivation, men are so afraid to be honest about other men that motivate them. Right. Um, I always make the joke, man. I always had uh Michael B. Jordan. You know what I'm saying? I always every new, you know, photo shoot he got, man, like, you know, nigga got his shirt off and shit like that. I look at that and say, all right, bro, I'm coming for you. Like I see his workout. When he worked out for Creed, right. Like the, the body transformation that you try to get the his size? Huh? You try to get that size? Yeah, like not his size, but I square your frame ain't even that. That, big. but not his size, but to right, watch right. his transformation. I got you. In his physique, I got you. So what happened was knowing that I could not get his size, my next step was I started watching Floyd Mayweather. Man, Floyd got a crazy workout. So now I'm like, okay, now you gonna call me? Justin B. Jordan, or you gonna call me J Money Mayweather? You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So, so now, so that is my that's my my motivation. motivation. That's my motivation. So men, they would say, man, that's gay. It's like, no, it's not, bro. It's like when you see motherfuckers like that, you want. I, I like to even my homeboys. Like, shout out to my boy, you know, uh, Marcus, uh, gifted hands. You know, he a bodybuilder. He my barber. You know what I'm saying? And my homeboy, Dre, he's a personal trainer. I watch them boys in the gym and I ask them for tips. I watch them. They my motivation. I see them making videos all the time on Instagram and Facebook. Now I'm like, hey, bro, I got to get it because I'm looking at them boys and their transformation. And I'm like, hey. And then I always show them like, hey, bro. They be like, damn, boy, you get around. I tell them, you are my motivation. Right. Don't stop. Do not stop. The more I see you pushing, bro, I'm seeing your results. It's pushing me. So, and, and then when you tell somebody that, it gives them more motivation because they know somebody's watching me. Did you, did you see the picture of my son? I posted maybe three months ago. Mm -mm. 
You see how big he is? How small he is? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, what he doing? Push-ups? Or he just working out, period? Yeah, he just working out, man. But when I seen him, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, that took an arm, like, some Hollywood organ type stuff. Bro, that's what I, and that's what I'm aiming for, bro. Like, right. That's what I'm aiming for. My frame is not, it's not going to get. So I'm not going to, and you know, them boys be telling me, man, you can get up to 180. And I'm like, bro, I'm I'm not, I'm not tall enough. I right. think the 180 is going to, I'm going to have to put on some fat, fat to right. be able, and now I'm going to be wide, wide to where I'm walking sideways. And that's not me because if I, I know I'm getting up to the age to where if I slow down, that's never going to lose. Right. And I'm going to blow up. So I have to stay within my lane. So I'm probably never going to be able to go higher than 175. You know what I'm saying? And for it to look good on me and for it to, for me to really be cut, sadly to say, I'm probably going to have to go down to 160, 150. I'm probably going to have to stay between 150 and 160. Where you at now? Uh, 163, 165. Okay. So I, now for two weeks now, I'm about to, I'm going to go down to cut into, um, my goal is 158, 155. Right, right, right. And once I get to 158, 155 and the muscles that I built while I'm 160, 168, because I was 168. So my cut for my muscles that I built, once I go to 155, you're going to see all the muscle that, and then once I get down to 155, I'm going to go back up. I'm going to go back up, build my muscle back up, eat, build my muscle back up, and cut again. So every time you go up, build your muscles, and you cut, I'm going to start looking more toned because through the, the fat or whatever, you right. don't see the muscle because you're toning through fat. But once I shred, that's when you're going to see it all. So I've learned from my partner, um, Marcus, that because he's a bodybuilder on how to you know fluctuate my weight and how to train my weight. So... But I wanted to make sure I give you your props, man, and give you your flowers with that, man. Thank keep it, you, keep you, it bro. going, bro, man. And I'm, I'm gonna be rooting for you, man. And I know I'm gonna, you know, even my, even though my big bro Cam, he told me, you know, I'm, I'm his inspiration. He's watching me, so I gotta keep it going to be the inspiration for people. I even right. got a, you know, a homegirl now that I've got her on, uh, on, on the workout plan. Shout out to Dez, you know what I'm saying? Like she's now wanting to, you know, um, <clears throat> compete with me. You right. know what I'm saying? She wants to know what I'm doing and she's been every day getting to it. So, mm -hmm. you know, she asks me questions every day. She asks me what I'm doing. I give her challenges and she hit me and say, man, I, look, this is what I did. She texts me like I used to do my homeboys. We in the group chat, hundred pushups, bro. And we keep going. She texts me that, hey, this morning I did 60 sit-ups. I did 10, you know, I did 25 push-ups. Right. So, I, and, and then I'm pushing her and saying, good job. It's like that. So it's people watching me and people, you know, depending on me to be their inspiration. So that keeps me going. Making good people better. I know. I told you. And it's all, circle and it's circle. all, you know, I thank you, man. And you finally came through, man. So thank you. And I want you to, um, Give everybody um, one more time um, where they can find you at. Anything that you have um, coming up that you want them to be on the lookout for, just go ahead and spill all that. Your tags, your um, social media, your emails that you want them, man, spill all that because I want everybody to be able to get in, in touch with you. They can find me on Facebook, Brother Taj X Nasif. And again, 
My email is LanierTodge435 at gmail.com. Thank you for having me on, brother. Man, thank you, bro, for coming on, man. This was a, a wonderful um, dialogue, bro. And it was definitely, man, in three years, bro, uh, two years, or going on three. This was definitely well needed, bro. And it was, it had to be the right time, man. And I'm, I'm so glad that it came now, bro, because it was, it Absolutely. was definitely, I don't believe it, it would have been good, but I don't believe it would have been this. Right, right, you know right. You know what I'm saying? Um, we all had to grow. Right. And um, be in the form that we are now. So thank you for coming through, man. I can't wait to get you back on. And guys, thank you for uh, listening in. Um, it's JP on the FWM Podcast. With me. Imagine smoking weed in the street without cops harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle cruising blue behind my waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot, my son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. They want us all gone eventually. Trooping out of state for a plate. Knowledge, if coke was cooked without the garbage, we'd all have the top dollars. Imagine everybody flashing, fashion, designer clothes. Lacing your click up with diamond rolls Your people's holding dough, no parole, no rubbers Going raw, imagine law with no undercovers Just some thoughts for the mind I take a glimpse into time, watch the blimp read The world is mine If I rule the world Imagine that I free all my The way to be paradise life relaxing Black, Latino, and Anglo-Saxon Amani exchange the range Cast, lost, tribal, shabazz Free at last, brand new whips to crash Then we laugh in the illa path The villa houses for the crew, how we do Trees for breakfast, dime sexes have been stretches So many years of depression make me vision The better living, type of place to raise